Well, good evening, everyone. This is Eunice Edwards coming live to you from Seattle, Washington. And we are so excited on this Thursday night team call to have such a beautiful friend of ours, Carrie Lynn Owen, on this call. And Mike and I have the privilege of meeting her and her husband um, up in Nanaimo, British Columbia, and have had many outings and time together and dinners and just just having fun together. And when you hear her tonight, you're going to know why I am so excited. If you ever have the chance to meet her and see her at a celebration or see her on stage, you're going to realize not only is she beautiful and gorgeous on the outside, but she is beautiful and gorgeous on the inside. She is absolutely a sweetheart, and we just love her. I just wanted to tell you a little bit about her before we begin. Um, they are, it's so exciting, her and her entire family, Sean and the kids, and Carrie just got back from being five weeks in Australia, I know, and just, I think, bought something pretty special. But I want to tell you who she is first. She is Isogenic Millionaire number 123, her and her husband. She is 2012 Women of Isogenics and 2013 Global Impact Award winner. Um, it is just our privilege and it's my privilege to be able to interview her tonight and let you guys hear from her. She has a wealth of knowledge and a wealth of information. So Carrie Lynn, are you there? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Eunice, for the amazing introduction, actually. And um, when you touched on some of the good times that we've had together, it's uh, for Sean and I, as soon, the first time that we met you and Mike, we just, um, we just felt a real connection. You guys are beautiful people. You're such a great example um, of what we're all doing here, and uh, it's just a, a real honor and, and just a pleasure to be connected with you guys. Um, and so you got to make it back up to the island this summer because we'd love to be able to <laughs> spend some more time together. But uh, that's one of my favorite isogenics is just the connections and the relationships that you build, you know, all over the world. And so we're just um, we're really excited to, to know you and Mike both and just to be a part of this with you. Oh, thanks, Karen, and we are so excited too, and that is one of the most beautiful things besides what this business has, besides the freedom and the health, is just the friendships that you can build for life. And I just want you to touch on um, life before isogenics, but I'd also like you to touch on maybe what just happened recently about some waterfront property or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, um, oh, it was so great because we were in Australia, and we had put an offer in on a house that would have probably been like a dream home to us. And, and we, you know, we weren't sure if we wanted to move ahead with it or not. And anyways, um, we decided to do that. And isn't it funny that sometimes when we're ready, um, maybe that opportunity isn't the right one for us. So we, we decided to, um, to put in a full price offer thinking for sure we're going to get it because it's been on the market for two years. And wouldn't you know, it went into a bidding war, I guess, and, and we didn't get the house. And so along the journey we go and we thought, wow, just because we thought, you know, we were ready, we were already moved in mentally, but, um, you know, I just had faith that this isn't the one for us. And, um, you know, we just, uh, I think there's something better coming up down the road. So let's just forget about it. Let's get busy. And um, wouldn't you know, we got back into town from five weeks being away in Australia. We were only home one, one day because the very next day we needed to fly out to Toronto for the Red and White Canadian event. And in that one day, we happened to see a house um, that afternoon that came on the market and had um, its lakefront, and we stood on the dock and we looked at it and we thought, this is it. 
we made an offer, it was accepted, and on the same day, we sold our house, which was unlisted at the time, but just through, you know, how it happens sometimes when things are meant to be. We were able to not only buy but sell our house in that day, and then off to Toronto we went the very next day. So we're excited for a, a move-in date in a month from now, and we're just excited about, you know, this is because of, you know, just what we've what we've done here with um, being able to see the vision and partner with a company and a community that really believes that we can truly live the life of our dreams. And and um, so yeah, that's just a little bit of background. Oh my goodness, Carolyn! I am so excited. I got chills and bumps, bumps. This is so exciting. <laughs> we have to come up and see it and come visit you. And just, I am so happy and excited for you. And you know what? It all worked together, and it was even more beautiful, like you said. So, mm-hmm. I would love for you to touch on life. You know, shortly before we get into some other questions, um, life before isogenics and your lifestyle, you and your husband, and like the busyness and the work and everything before you got into isogenics. Yeah, for sure, Eunice. Um, you know, that was that whole time for us was it was a real hard time. We were you know, it was and it feels like it's a bit of a blur right now looking back. It does seem like a lifetime ago, but at the time it was just a real challenge for us. Um you know, Sean was working a corporate job. He was um, in a career that took him. We decided that this would be the best move for our family, for him to take a job out of an, from another town, so he would have to commute. We live on Vancouver Island, and he would be working out of the mainland office in Vancouver. And so he would be gone uh, traveling three out of four weeks of the month, and he would be home on weekends, which was, which was awesome, but he was away from his family, and, and you know, he was missing the day-to-day stuff, he was missing the Christmas concerts and, you know, all of the parent-teacher interviews and all the soccer games. He was just missing all of that. But he was doing it to try to provide a better life for us. And back at home, I also had my own business as a graphic designer. And it was hard. I felt like a single parent half the time. Um, You know, during the day, if I wasn't able to get my work done because of the kids' activities, sometimes I would have to work through the night or really late into the night, and then I'd wake up exhausted just to do it all over again. And we did that for years, and we were just burning out. But we thought that was what people did. We thought for us to get ahead as a family, that's what it would take, and we were willing to commit and make those sacrifices. But, um, you know, it just... I think that's when uh, isogenics actually came into our life. It was, you know, when they say you find isogenics or isogenics finds you, I think it was isogenics totally found us at a point in our life where, you know, we needed it because we were starting to fall apart at the seams and we weren't able to hold it together as well as we thought we could. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, that was eight years ago. Wow, eight years ago. So isogenics found you and you put it into your bodies, and were you just a user at the beginning? And then what, what kind of changed to, because your life has totally changed from eight years ago till today, and we're going to get into some other questions, but um, so you yeah. put isogenics into your body, and what, what happened? Yeah, so we actually, uh, it was our good friend Kyle in the crash, Kyle and Megan, who many of you guys know, um, they're, they're some of our closest friends, and they were our neighbors that lived right across the street, and they saw us struggling. 
and um, Sean had put on some extra weight um, while he was traveling. He was always, you know, a fit guy, university um, volleyball player, and always healthy. But just going into business and being on the road and traveling, you have, you know, dinners out all the time. There's late nights. There's high stress, and so he wanted a program for himself to lose a little bit of weight. And for me, I was absolutely burnt out. So, you know, we put the products in our body and. It wasn't an easy conversation to have for Kyle because, you know, he was trying to say that the stuff out of a package is going to make us feel better. And I just couldn't get behind that at first. I just couldn't believe that, like, I love to eat clean food, whole food, real food, and I just couldn't comprehend the fact of, you know, putting something from a package into my body and that that's going to be okay. But because of who Kyle and Meg are, and we trusted them, and it, it took a long time for them to be able for those conversations to happen and before we, you know, decided to give it a try, um, they were right. I mean, the light switched on. Um, it was a week in, and I just felt completely different. I just felt like my energy was starting to come back, but this darkness, I felt like this cloud was just lifting. And for Sean, he got um, immediate physical transformation starting to happen like already within the first week he was starting to shed some weight and he was feeling really good about that you know because he was still traveling and working his job but um you know he was feeling better and his energy was up and the weight was starting to come off so we definitely stuck with it for the 30 days and rolled into a bit of a maintenance um after the 30 days and we were absolutely only interested in the products we would tell Kyle, like, we just don't even want to know about the business opportunity. And to be truthful, in that moment, in that beginning part, nobody really talked about the business anyway, so I had no idea what it was. We had this this um, idea, this thought that there might be something there, but we really, we were so busy, we really didn't have the energy to take that on. So we just, um, we focused on our results and... Um, it just so happened that people started asking us. We certainly weren't mentioning it, like, on a mission to tell people at that point, but people came to us, what are you doing? You look different. You know, they could tell there's a noticeable change. And we just, uh, it started from there. Eunice really didn't know what we were doing and just told Kyle we had some people who were interested, but, you know, you can talk to them. And, and it, we fumbled our way through. Kyle was such a great support, and they were helping us um, you know, with the people that came to us, but we certainly didn't see the vision for quite some time. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. you, had, you had the results that hit both of you, and this is perfect because it goes into my next question. So when you started eight years ago and you put this in your body and you had the transformation for yourself and you started to feel different, what you did was you actually um, spoke to people live. You talked to them. You reached out mm-hmm. to them, and it was a high-touch, touch person-to-person touch person versus, let's say, high-tech, which is what most of life has gone to today with the social media, you know, Facebook, texting, and email. Can you touch on that and talk about high-tech versus high-tech? Yeah, I would love to, and that's just a concept that as we have been evolving um, and social media is more prevalent, and, you know, in the beginning we rarely – I don't even know if I was on Facebook or I was just starting with Facebook and it was just, you know, everything was so new. And now, I mean, we hear that 
people are doing 90% of their business online, and they're doing it, you know, through Facebook or you know, Instagram or Twitter, just different different sources. And uh, I think it's fantastic to be able to have um, technology as a tool. But what I'm also finding, and what studies are, are showing, is that you know, there's there's a couple things on the downside of it as well. So. You know, Sean and I, in the beginning, we built face-to-face. We had conversations. People saw the transformations. They trusted us, and they, you know, they decided that they wanted to go ahead for themselves. Now, when we're on social media, um, you know, there's, no, there's not a real personal connection. And so what ends up happening is the retention. So people come in because, you know, they, they want a quick fix. They see this as a, you know, I just uh, I want this product. Uh, I want to do it this way, I'm going to pay this much for it, and I just want to do it, and that's it. Um, this business, what we found, is really built on relationships, and, and it's just really hard to do behind a computer. Now, if you can meet, have your initial you know, connection online, that's awesome, that's great. You know, we can have a further reach when we are online and we have that presence. But take it offline as soon as possible. Try to establish a rapport and build that relationship and connection because once you really connect with that person and you understand their why and you know, you know what it means to them to succeed in this and to have those health results and to live a life that maybe has a little bit more freedom in it, maybe more vacations or whatever, once you really connect with what, what drives them. That's the point where we can we know what we need to do to support them, but online it's so hard because it's just not a personal connection. And what they found is retention is really low, and so you're going to have to go to work and try to recruit and enroll far more just to be able to keep those numbers and to keep the BV flowing. And I personally would much rather have, like one of the, we talked about it in the beginning, Eunice, one of mm-hmm. the most special things about isogenics are the relationships and the friendships from around the world. And I would so prefer to be able to have these rich connections with people that when I go traveling, you know, I could sit around their kitchen table and, and you know, have a conversation with them and their family and, and all of that and just have those life experiences and a whole bunch of numbers. And, and not to say that, the, <laughs> don't get me wrong, the numbers are going to be awesome. So to have both mm-hmm. is great. But I just don't want people to hide behind a computer to think that that's the only way that they're going to be able to do it. And they don't have the courage or the confidence to be able to get out from behind the computer and really take a stand and really start connecting. You know, right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, totally. I totally, and I love what you say because Mike and I, when we first started, we the first 15 months we didn't use computer or, or Facebook. We weren't even on in public. And so we built that face-to-face over the phone and really picked up the phone. And so I totally agree with you. We need to blend that two together, and I think, and, and that's where people are going to see the retention will be higher. And it's like I just had a new lady I connected with, and I already said, let's talk. We're, we're talking this weekend. So like you said, take it offline and start connecting with them. That's excellent. I agree yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, so I wanted you to touch on how, you know, out there in our business, because of the social media, because of the Facebook, and because of all the um, recognition that's going on, and we see all the millionaires popping, which is so exciting. And, and what's happening is, is that I would like for you to touch on what is normal and what is truth and how maybe – 
you could talk about how most need to be celebrating even small successes. Could you touch on that? Yeah, I would love to because this is such an important part. This is so huge for so many people. I mean, they come into this business and, you know, they see some of these rocket tips out there just blasting off and hitting these incredible milestones so quickly and end up getting caught up in that, thinking that that's normal, and they start comparing themselves to those people with, the, you know, where you see the, um, the glory, but you don't have any idea of the story of what's really gone on behind the scenes. So, for example, you might have somebody who's just rocket shipped up to the very top super fast, and maybe they've had more experience than you. Maybe they've had more personal growth in you. Maybe they come with, you know, a whole network of people or connects or databases or whatever. And we get we can very easily get caught up in comparing ourselves to that. And for Sean and I, I mean we were very successful in our other business. So Sean in his corporate world and me as a designer. And you know, but it took time for an education and we really needed to learn the skills of our profession. It was funny when we came into this, when we decided, okay, Isogenics is for us, and we're really going to, there's something exciting going on here, and, and we want to do this. For some reason, we thought we would just be able to do this. How hard is it just to talk to people and to get them started on this, on this path? And so um, I think Michael Klaus talks about, you know, the biggest mistakes people, new network marketers make getting into this profession is they grossly overestimate what they'll make in their first year. At the same time, they're going to grossly underestimate what they make in their fifth year. And so what we see, like for Sean and I, our first year in business, just to be totally transparent, was $3,000. And we were excited about that <laughs> because we had really toyed with the idea of this isn't really a – like this is a cute thing, this is fun, but that $3,000, we put it right into a trip to Maui. And that's what that did. But awesome. when we were in Maui, something happened. We got paid, and we were on the beach. And I remember that day, we, we came home from a full day at the beach with our family, looked online, and it says that we earned a commission. And I was so excited. The commission, I think for, you know, we probably made only 80 bucks or whatever, but at the time I was so excited because... I thought this idea is brilliant. I can actually be on a beach somewhere in the world with my family and get paid for doing that. And the kicker was I was having conversations on the beach with people because nobody likes the way they're feeling in their bathing suits. And so it was just a natural way of, you know, just having fun with families and connecting, but then that came up in conversation. So it's, you know, our first year, 3,000. The second year we started you know, going, hmm, there's something to this. Maybe we should look a little closer. We made $13,000 in our second year in Isogenics. So if I'm comparing myself with, let's say, Brett and Sammy out of Australia who are able to max, uh, max out their business in two years, and I'm looking at mine, I made 13000 that would be enough to make me want to quit. And I would just say, I'm no good at this. I can't do this. This isn't for me. But then... Right. The next year something happened even more because then I started showing up. I, my belief needles started to move up 
So belief in the products was there, but now the belief in the company, the belief in network marketing, belief in the compensation plan. And all of a sudden, that next year, we made $85,000. And so that was, that was a pivotal time for us because that was our third year in. And that was serious money for us to be able to look at this. This is no longer a hobby. This outpaid me as in my job, and it was also getting close to... I mean, when you take all of Sean's taxes away and everything after, you know, living in Canada, <laughs> I think our taxes are high. But it was, it was right up there um, for what Sean was taking home as well. And that's, that's the piece. But we got to work then in that after that. So within the first three years, we made probably just around $100,000. But what happened the next three years is we made $900,000 and that took us to becoming Isogenics Millionaire number 123. Oh. And I, only, I only say that because that was a, you know, that was um, that was within six years that we did that. So in our fifth year, we were really finding that we were building some momentum and getting our pacing, and that was really great. But you know, if if I would have, I never would have believed that we could have actually made that much in the beginning, because I was thinking, oh, you know, it would be great to make this or make that, but I had no idea of what is possible. But then what happened is that, you know, we got caught up in, you know, we hit, I, I hate calling it plateau, but that's essentially where, where we've been at for the last few years. So we hit this great milestone, and everything was going really, really well, and we were feeling pretty pumped about it. Um, and then a few things changed in our business, mm-hmm. um, within, our, um, within the country and things like that. But there's three major factors, things that, that changed all within the same time. And our business started to go the other way for us. And here's the piece of what's normal. You know, Sean and I had to really think about, you know, all of a sudden we started scrambling around. We started doubt, doubting our sta- ourselves and doubting our skills. And we thought okay, well, maybe we're doing something wrong, and maybe this isn't working anymore. Maybe we should be more on social media. Maybe, and we're just chasing any idea that came in. We're chasing everybody, okay, this person's doing that. Let's try that. This person's doing this. Let's try that. And mm-hmm. what we did is lost touch of who we were and what got us to that point in the beginning. And I didn't know, nobody told me that in business it's normal so it's normal to have ebbs and flows. So to have your business peak and valley, like go through those peaks and valleys. I didn't know that was normal because our business had continued to, to double. <laughs> so it kept moving <laughs> up. And we were so excited about that. But the first little hiccup and our business went down, and it went down quite substantially, we thought we were done. And it shook my belief in uh, this profession and in myself, and it took probably a good year for me to dig out of that and to get my head straight just understanding that this is normal. I got so caught up in comparison. I got so caught up in, oh, I can't do this anymore. And I just want to tell you guys on the call that it's just normal, and the only way you're not going to succeed is if you quit. And, you know, I we got not that we got close to quitting, but we sure – took ourselves out of the game for a long time because we just thought, you know, 
this is hard. And then we start, stopped, you know, losing that spark and that connection and doubting ourselves. And anybody, you know, you know can you feel, can you relate to ever feeling like that where you think you might be doing something wrong and just why aren't things happening? Yeah, I mean, because we came from somewhere else and you come in and you start to think, you know, why aren't you popping? But like you said, it's, um, it's timing. It's just, it's just like what happened with your house. So yeah. you, you had this thing happen because of the, the race in Canada and all this stuff that went on in, in Australia and, the, and which affected the pay for most Canadians in Australia. And, um, and then what you said you started to come out of it. What changed? Mm-hmm. Well, we also had some, um, some people leave our business, and we had never experienced that before, and they had a major impact in that. So in, in our, you know, in the whole, in our numbers, but also mm-hmm. in just in the community and in the belief, like all of that. So we had to deal with all of that for the very first time. And uh, so, you know, once we understood, okay, in business, what is nor and for an entrepreneur, I've been an entrepreneur for like almost 20 years, and and it goes like that all the time. It's up and down and up and down, and you continue to build, but it does have its peaks and valleys. So we needed to do just we needed to do the the work. We needed to get our mindset straight. And we um, I remember talking to Jim and Kathy, and you know they just when is the last time you enrolled somebody? When is the last time you reached? <laughs> somebody you know that's Gabby that's her favorite when did you enroll somebody last day but what, and when was the last time that you were a product of the product we're always a product of the product thankfully we've never stopped that but you know what why don't we tighten it up and why because you know we just we're pretty pretty good with it we incorporate isogenics every single day but why don't we tighten it up and do a really strong 30-day again hit the reset button get out and talk to people again and let's just not make it about us. And we shifted. It went from a me to we. I think that was the biggest mm-hmm. part is we got so stuck in our own woes, woe is me, nobody's feeling sorry for us because we're still doing really great. We're still making a lot, like a, we still could afford a beautiful life with our family. We were retired, Sean, from his job. We're working together from home. We're still traveling to Australia. So it still looked great, and our our worst isogenics day is like a thousand times better than our best non isogenics <laughs> you know, so we had to right. really look at the opportunity that was here, and we got comfortable with success we got we started to expect it, and I think what I just you know this is network marketing, we do have to work at it and we have to work at it even when, so when things are going great, we continue to work at it. And when things are not going great, that's the time to plug in. That's the time to really work on our mindset and make sure that we're not letting that negative Nelly little voice talk us down from things. We've right. got to start dreaming, dream big. We've got to start believing in those dreams and that it's possible because everyone else is going to tell you you can't do it. But you have to believe in yourself. And I think if we start mm-hmm. doubting that, that's where the shift happens. That's where it's like we can take ourselves completely out of the game. Right. Well, I, I love what you said about, you know, where you, your lifestyle, you had gotten used to something incredible, lots of money coming in. And to somebody, it's beyond imaginable, the income, right? 
Mm-hmm. And it was clear up there, but it had come down some. And so to someone else, they would say, I still love that. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like, but what happens is if you still want to continue to grow your business, you get a lifestyle according to how you live. And, and But I, what I love is that you just said it. It's like we have ebbs and flows. And when you decided to, you know, speak to Jimmy Kathy Cooper and say, what, are, what do we need to do? is you became a product of the product and you actually started enrolling again. And it went back to that beginning love of where you're sharing this with people and it absolutely changes their lives. And when you're thinking about others, and I've heard you say this yourself, when you move it from your head into your heart, your business Mm -hmm. totally changes and explodes. Yeah, it it is so true. And, And I was also thinking about, you know, if I'm walking around feeling bad at a five star, (laughs) <laughs> what is my team feeling when they're at two right. star or right. one star or three star? How am I how am I leading by example if I'm walking around feeling bad about that? And what I what I got what and what I realized is that not just in my team, but when we looked across the board, there was people walking around. They don't know how amazing one star is and they were taking that for like they didn't value that, but they had right. and I mean, even that one cycle, to create that one cycle every week, I mean, to be able to have, Sean always does this really great post on, um, and this training on what do you have to have in the bank, you know, to be able to create the interest. And, you know, so we have residual coming in, even if it's one cycle every week. What, how much money in the bank would you have to have just to be able to get that created? Like $60 exactly. a week. They have a lot of money, right, to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So we're forgetting, um, you know, this is this is business income, and it's and it's different, and, and we're just forgetting. I was forgetting. We were forgetting, you know, that, that how to value and honor what we do have. And, and like I was saying before, it wasn't until we really shifted in, you know, look at our life, and hasn't everything changed in our life because of isogenics? I mean, we have right. we talk about friendships, we talk about lifestyle, we talk about health, you know, we talk about all of those things, and it's all because of this little brown box showed up, which in the beginning, that's <laughs> all we wanted. We just wanted to shake, but we got that and so much more. Right. And, and that's the piece. When people are sitting there, they'll come to an event, you know, and they're feeling bad about what's on their lanyard because they feel not worthy. And I just, mm-hmm. that's... There's a problem with that because everyone, you have to start somewhere and everyone is so worthy and and what anybody has accomplished, I don't care if you're a consultant, you know, and you've just started your journey. This is a, that is, you've shared it with two people. You've impacted two people's lives in this world. And if you're a part of this vision that you and Kathy have of impacting world health, well, you've just contributed to that worldly vision and you've got to feel good about that. Exactly. Right. I yeah, know. I was you, just go on. <laughs> no, no, it's good. I, <laughs> I love, I love hearing you because it's so true, and I love that you're telling um, and sharing with the, everyone on the on the call that you know, manager is important, director is important, executive is important. That's a, that's a huge step. And one star, two star, three star. Every step along the way should be celebrated. And I was just on the with someone that just, you know, put seven people into a, our private Facebook group and 
and uh, and already one in one day signed up, and then he he got a, a vitamin pack, one hundred forty dollar. He cycled. I said, you just almost made three hundred dollars there when you think of one hundred forty dollar value. And so I was celebrating with him and congratulating him. You know what I mean? And so those are mm-hmm. even huge bonuses. And and to think that when you said you've been in eight years, Carrie Lynn, um, yeah, most people and you know this that start a business because you had your own business. Don't even sometimes make anything for the first three to five. And your lifestyle and what you have in terms of freedom besides your income and now this beautiful home on the water, you have so much. And now you're, again, just starting a whole new wave of of other people that are going to start building this and changing their lives. Yeah, absolutely. And I I just want to really, you know, point that in the – call topic again is that it's about the truth and the truth is enough like I don't want to make it about you know this this house for example that that thing that's a there was a bit of a block there for me as well just do I deserve this like this growth piece so this has happened and but allowing allowing and accepting that yeah yeah we actually we can do this we can really do this and we are doing this and it's it represents that um, you know, all of how our life has changed and, and a lot of the, the pieces of freedom that have come in with that, it's because we've had the courage to be able to talk to people and more people and more people. And then those people, it's, this, this is the piece. It's that so in our whole eight years, let's say we, we talked to 250, well, not talked to 250 people, we've talked to thousands of people, but let's say 250 came in. There's probably 30 from our original 250 that are still active, you know, mm-hmm. because can go. So that's that would be the truth. And there's one major bu- um, business builder in all of that. And now they have, um, you know, other people have definitely had conversations. And in our downline, we've had, we've, you know, we have a lot of people who out earn us, right? So mm-hmm. it's incredible. But I think the piece. The piece is just really, we have, um, uh, it's just been an incredible journey. And oh. it's just, lives are impacted, and our life has, and our family's life has forever been impacted because of it. And I, I just want, Sean and I both, we, our mission, we're just aligned with the vision of Jim and Kathy, and, and we want to have a greater impact. And it doesn't have to come from us directly. That's the thing, it's that ripple effect. So we can help a few to help a few help with you and then that's you know that's how it goes oh that is just so beautiful and I, I hate to end the call but we're just about out of time but I love what you just said right there at the end was that it, it, you're getting out of the way to where you say you know what if I bring a person in that they can affect so many others then that's mm-hmm. that's a beautiful thing and that's what you're doing is is it's a journey for everyone. It's an exciting. There's enough for us to go, uh, for everyone to go around, isn't there? There's plenty out there. So when I end this call, I'd just like to ask you maybe one last thought you might have, something that came to you that, you know, you could say to everyone, um, you know, just something that you wanted to touch on before we end the call. Yeah, what popped into my mind, you touched on the word courage before, and they talked about this a little bit in Australia um, at Celebration, and it's courage before confidence. And so as we're building our confidence in this business, we might not, we might not be you know, totally confident in this moment, 
but all it takes is about 10 seconds of that insane courage, and we can do anything. And so if we're, if we're nervous about making that call or about saying hello to that person walking down the street or, you know, connecting with a person on the bus or whatever it is, don't, you don't necessarily need the confidence. And don't wait for that. Some people are, you know, getting ready to get ready. They're listening to podcast after podcast, preparing. But we're naturally born to network with people and just to connect. And, and once we let down our guards and, and our judgments and, and all of that and just be who we are meant to be, um, have that courage and that faith in yourself that you're, you're meant to do this. So courage before confidence is what I would love to leave you guys with. Oh, Carrie Lynn, that is just so beautiful, and I totally agree. It's like just be able to step out because someone else is waiting there for you, and it could literally change their life. Can you imagine if that, someone hadn't shared this with you? Yeah, I can't actually. Now what I know and what I see, um, I just I can't imagine. I know we'd be doing exactly the same thing eight years later, but probably feeling a lot older <laughs> and more burnt out. So I am grateful from the bottom of my heart that, uh, every time, you know, every day we are we talk about just we just are so in love with uh, with what we have here, and it has truly been a gift. Oh, that is so beautiful! It is a gift, and you know what? You've just been a gift to us. You have no um, ties to our business for any profit or any gain. And again, it goes back to that friendship, and we just absolutely love you and Sean and. We are so excited to be able to come up and see your house and come visit. And I'm just so excited for all of our people that are coming to Celebration to be able to see and meet you because I know they're going to absolutely love this call and be sharing it with everyone. So I just, again, want to say thank you, Carrie Lynn. It has been incredible, and you're just so beautiful, and we just love you. (laughs) Thank you so much, Eunice, and uh, we love you guys too so much and look forward to seeing you guys soon. (laughs) Thanks, Carrie Lynn. Hey, you guys have a great night. Good night.